Welcome to the 20s. Yay! Don't you just wish it was the 1920s, Janine, when a load of weird Scandinavian horror movies came out? Can we please do a weird Scandinavian horror movie? Yeah, series no. on this show, please. Like I've you've, been begging you for the last seventeen years. Pretty sure you've seen all of them, so it would defeat haven't, the purpose of this show. <laughs> haven't, I haven't seen all of them, but I want to, and that's the point. Yeah, well, you don't get what you want here. You get what I want here. Okay. <laughs> that that is true. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Morgan hasn't seen. It is in fact two thousand and twenty, which nobody's ever gonna call it. So it's twenty twenty. Yay. How happy, happy 2020, Janine. Happy 2020, Morgan. Happy 2020 to all the people who listen to Morgan hasn't seen as well. We are, of course, still on our Disney series. We are. That hasn't gone anywhere. Uh, it's been over a year. It's been since, la- since last <laughs> since year last we year. haven't spoke. <laughs> we haven't spoke. Uh, what a stupid joke that is that will constantly get made. Since since last decade, since last decade, yes. I haven't had a shower. It's like, oh, be, you know, aren't you funny? Hardy, uh, har, har. Aren't you funny, random uncle person who nobody really <laughs> likes? Um, I don't know. I don't know why I said that. I just feel like that's the kind of person who, who would make a who terrible, makes those goofy jokes. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, we are, of course, still on our Disney series, and uh, we're keeping it more recently, again, this week. Um, what have we got What have we got to talk about this week, Janine? We are talking about Wreck-It Ralph. Yay, Wreck-It Ralph, or as I like to call it, The Incredible Hulk Without the Green. Oh, that that's your that's your takeaway. Yeah, it's a good title. You know I me, mean? I'm very good at titles. Oh yeah. The Incredible Hulk <laughs> without the green. It's, my it's not long winded at all. <laughs> no. Um Why uh why did you wanna why did you wanna show me Wreck It Ralph, Janine? Um, well, you know, I love pop culture and while you are probably uh, more <laughs> against silly pop culture references. Um, I was not necessarily. <laughs> I was a fan of like older video games. I used to play them with my brother all the time. The Mortal Kombat's and the Sonics and the uh, zombie games and stuff like that. So all the references were a lot of fun, and there was like a nice little character story there. Like the character arcs and things like that were um, very nice and had a good yeah. message and it, it did was funny and yeah and there it was a, there was a very interesting little twist in there so yeah overall a good story something different you know like disney does a lot of regurgitation and not much original thought process on some of their stories so i like that this was like a wholly original standalone kind of story definitely so. Uh, it really was. I, uh, I mean, what? I would like to actually know what did you think I would think of this movie? Well, going into it, you seemed very complainy. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I knew you would probably like it overall. <laughs> well, you know why that was though? Because me being me, 
yes. goes, okay, this is a movie for people who grew up going to the arcades, playing video games all the time, um, and, you know, is, you know, that's their thing, you know? Yeah. That's what they love doing. This is a movie for, for, for those people. Because, you know me, I am a total advocate for, yes, judge a book before, uh, you know, on its cover. Judge a book on its cover, otherwise what's the point in covers? <laughs> yeah. It's a good argument. Why Why pay all these people to do nice designs for book covers if you're not going to judge the book by them? That is a good point. <laughs> Fair point. That's, what I'm, that's, all, that's all I'm saying. Um, so, you know, I, me being me, like, yes, I would go to the arcade, um, but m- mainly that was to visit the pool table where I... <laughs> Apply my trade, becoming Paul Newman in The Hustler, <laughs> and as a, as an eight year old, you know, hustling my money off of people in their mid thirties, uh, it was quite funny. Um, <laughs> but you know, that was my that was my life. I uh, either that or going on the dance machines oh, at the arcade. You were the dance yes. dance revolution kid. Uh, okay. Yes, or what What else would it look like? I can't remember. Dancing stage mega mix or something like that. Considering or whatever. I've never actually name. seen you dance, that it's very surprising. <laughs> well, I think... I don't know why. I don't know why I, I was drawn to either... Well, I know why I was drawn to the pool table, because I've always played pool and sports with a cue. Or, you know, stuff like that. Uh, dance machine, I don't know why. No. don't know why. Okay. Um, no, I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> Just kind of like jumping up and down and stepping on the arrows. Okay. And, um, it was more of, air of hockey, a coordination to, like, thing. <laughs> I'm not a very coordinated person. As okay. anybody who's ever tried watching me play football will tell you. Um, I run my arms flail all over the place when I try and run. Uh, because I have, to, I have to try and keep balance. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah. So, I, basically, I'm useless in an arcade, unless okay. there's a pool table. Um, like, any of the drive, you know, driving games or shooting games or, or uh, anything like that, really. It's just never really been my kind of thing. So, that was my pre-judge of this movie but this is why I always defend my pre-judging because it often means that I'm pleasantly surprised by movies see that's good when I eventually watch them so I'm gonna keep pre-judging my movies like, <laughs> so you don't can enjoy prejudiced. them more <laughs> like I know this is a terrible message don't be prejudiced guys I'm not saying be prejudiced. Please don't be. That's a terrible way to be. <laughs> when it comes to people. But with movies, absolutely be prejudiced. Because that's, you know, that's what, that's essentially what the whole reason behind marketing is. It's to pump you with all these ideas of what you should think the movie is. Right? Yeah. So... The fact that I even have any idea what this movie might be without having seen the movie, or any movie for that matter, for that matter, then 
you know, it, then it, it's, it's done its job because it's made me feel a certain way about this movie. Whatever way that may be, like I said, the idea of this being a movie about video games for video game people is going to be really, really appealing to video game people. So that's kind of what was you were expecting. Just You're not going to be into it because that's the main focus, is about video games, and that's not your thing, so you're not going to be into it. Yes. But you had to know it was Disney, so there was going to be a message in there somewhere. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. But I was just... All I was trying to do there was um, try to explain my twisted way of viewing things. Um, Fair enough. Even though I, you know... I, th- I feel like I feel like I always give things a fair chance. I very rarely flat out refuse to watch anything, but I will always have a bit of a grumble. You will, I, I because uh, I can attest to the fact that you ha- usually have some kind of grumble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, but no, this was a it was a really fun movie. There was plenty there was plenty more going on in Wreck It Ralph than I thought there would be. Um, even like halfway through this movie, I felt it was going in some such weird way that I didn't really care for. Like, what was it like halfway through? I really felt like it was trying to say, oh, you know, you're, you're causing danger by going out of your own area. Stick to your own home, Ralph. Yeah. You know, know, know your place, Ralph. So you thought, thought that was going to be the final saying. message of the movie. That's what I thought this movie was saying. And yes, I suppose I should have realized it's not going to say something quite that negative. But <laughs> it was leaning towards that way. But thankfully only to completely switch it all on its head with some nice twists and uh, just some really sweet moments. I mean, it's expected because like you said yeah it's a disney movie so there's going to be a little bit of sappy sappiness in there which is always pleasant of course um well did you enjoy the pop culture slash video game references that you were not expecting to enjoy well uh, to an extent i enjoyed the fact that all the villains met in the pac-man ghosts little center square <laughs> thing <laughs> to have their little villains meeting <laughs> to have their little meet i enjoyed that that was the hub of activity <laughs> I-, I liked that um, because i'm not a complete moron you know i am aware of pac-man and <laughs> the the more the more obvious video games of of the decades i am well aware of and have mostly played um like i played so i played plenty of sonic and plenty of mario and plenty of uh pac-man and and older arcade games like that Uh, not necessarily in an arcade but i've you know i've played them um but i i liked that i liked that i liked that bowser was there (laughs) and i liked that uh Doctor Robotnik Dr. was Robotnik there. Robotnik was there from Sonic. M Bison um, from Street Fighter. See, I don't know that. I don't know. You've that. never played I Street Fighter? No, nah, nah, I don't really do any of those fight. I tried to play, you know, the Injustice game, the DC one. Mm-hmm. I, I was terrible. Those are all I play are fighting games. Those are that's my. I go-to. was all. I was all. I couldn't do it. I was all. It was way too fast. Way, way, way too much. I like open world video games where I, I, I can take everything at my own slow pace. Ah, uh, yeah, that, that 
doesn't surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> that's why. That's why I liked. Uh, I liked the the Red Dead Redemption Two because literally you could just saunter around on a horse and just say hello to people and potentially, you know, steal their cart of goods. <laughs> oh that was goodness. that was that's the kind of that's the kind of general sort of okay, let's Gameplay just play that you're oh, interested let's just, in. <laughs> yeah, let's just take everything nice and slow. Let's just not that's why I'm not, I'm not good at um like first person shooter games either. oh no terrible. i'm terrible i'm like like that character when he was like having his traumatic moment and just walking into the wall that was me <laughs> always like yeah. playing that golden eye video game that james bond game that was super popular yeah i would be walking into the wall and then i turn around and get shot in the face like <laughs> every time and there's that whole there's that whole sequence in this movie of them going into that one uh Okay, from you know, it's a kind of like a, a Call of Duty slash Halo yeah. slash whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Um, game where where you've got uh, Jane Lynch's character, who I forget the name of, um, who she voices, um, who where she comes from in this world. Um, but that thing just looks chaos. How anybody plays that ever? Yeah. With all those an actual working brain. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get how quickly these people's brains work. I mean, it's very impressive. Yeah. It's just maybe, maybe, but, you know, having said that, maybe, maybe people who are very, very good at, and I don't know, this is me coming from a, I'm very, very far away from the video game world. I like some sports games and open world, and that's mainly, mainly it. Yeah, I like side scroll them, beat 'em ups, and and fighting games. Those are my two like go to. So I don't understand. So I don't know. Maybe people who are really good at first person shooting games and, yeah, and like those aren't for fighting me at all. fighting games don't like um, a sports game, for instance, or yeah, don't like. No. I'm um, not good at those like football games or. <laughs> But I, sp- yeah, no. I mean, this is just going to turn into a whole episode about <laughs> what video games we do or don't like at this point. Um, but actually speaking about the movie, Janine, what do you like about this movie a lot? Um, well, I, like I said, I do like all the fun references to things that like are familiar to me. So seeing all those characters in that, you know, um, bad guys anonymous <laughs> group. Um I liked the development of the relationship between Ralph and Vanellope. Like, you're kind of annoyed with her because, she, you know, Ralph just wants his medal and she takes his medal. But then you find out she has her own reasons and she's kind of an outcast, too. Um, because it takes you a while to see that, you know, she's kind of in the same position as Ralph. Like, she's kind of outcasted in her world as well. So, yeah. Um, I like that they kind of bond over that and develop this friendship and um, then he kind of does something bad to her, but he's only trying to do it for her own good. And so, yeah, there's a lot of uh, near the end, there's a lot of character development and arcs and um, yeah. Like always, the relationship between a sweet little girl and a big hulking villainous type man. Yeah. 
is the sweetest part of an animated movie. Cough, cough, despicable me. Uh, It's the exact same situation. (laughs) Uh, Well, not the exact same situation, of course. There is no adoption process in Wreck-It Ralph. Um, One of my favourite things about Wreck-It Ralph is the fact that it's all this... It's all its own world, though. Like, it's obviously the outside world of the humans and the arcade and all that. But, like... Within the arcade games themselves, how they figured out, yeah, how they figured out like this whole subway system, and there's like this middle hub area, and you kind of cross paths, and um, like you can go into other games when like the arcades close, so like everyone goes to the game Tappers to have some root beer, (laughs) you know, that's like the bar you go to after a long day of work, and like all the uh, the little uh, nice land people in in uh ralph's game they have like little cocktail parties in the penthouse <laughs> invite pac-man the, uh, and <laughs> all the all the game characters seem just friends with each other yeah um for the most part of course everybody you know looks down on ralph at the start because ralph's the bad guy of his game yes and even everybody. they have uh, like homeless homeless characters like hubert like Characters whose games have been unplugged, so they're just, like, destitute in the little subway, like, hobos with their little sign, like, poor Hubert. That was terrible. <laughs> right? Those poor displaced um, video game characters. He, he, he had his uh, importance in the end, though. He uh, did. He helped Cubert them did. figure out where Ralph was and that he's gone turbo. And See, yeah. I... I never played Cuba either, but I recognize that. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't know the first thing. I don't know. Yeah, the, I don't know really anything the about first thing about either. that. Um. But that yeah that was that was that was nice. I really liked the the whole inner world of it, and the fact that the the extension cord was a. Was like a the... central station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a central train station. It was great. It was fun. Um, but yeah, most, like I said, most sort of notably and obviously, I guess, is the relationship between Ralph and... Um, Penelope. I thought, I thought <laughs> she was called Penelope. Oh, Vanellope. Um, like, I guess, vanilla. I don't know, because it's all a candy yeah. place. <laughs> it's like a really, really impressive name What's Vanellope. Like Vanellope von Schmecken Schmecken or something like that? <laughs> Vanellope von Schweetz Schweetz okay princess I knew, it was, I knew it was something weirdly European princess. weirdly German now president Vanellope von Schweetz oh I was thinking of Bridget von Hammersmark from Inglorious ah. Bastards that's what I was thinking of um, but yeah yeah she was she was great um, and wasn't that it was uh, Sarah Silverman? Yes. So I heard something about yeah. how like they made that character specifically with her in mind to voice her. I mean, it works. Yeah. He's a very nice character. I really like Vanellope uh, or the Glitch, as yeah. people meanly <laughs> refer to her. <laughs> Which as you brought up she... a very good point that like at the end she keeps her glitch and yay she accepts her glitch, but then that just makes her a cheater. <laughs> She's not yeah. good at racing. She just glitches in front of people. That's not fair. <laughs> okay, so, you know, we're going to assume people have probably seen Wreck-It Ralph, right? 
So we're not going to hold out on, on any sort of spoilers. I mean, when did Wreck-It Ralph come out? 2015 or something like that? I want to say it was 2015. Please let me know if I've got that right. Um, but we're not gonna we're not gonna let go on any spoilers. So, but yes, you know she. In, well, with what happens at the end, basically, Vanellope is now racing in the race of her own game. Two thousand twelve. Really? Was it that long ago? Yes. Wow! I was well off. That's that's the most off I've been on a yeah, movie release date in some time. It's usually like a year that you're off. So I am thoroughly ashamed. I belong in the sewer or <laughs> in the Grand Central Station with Cuba and his <laughs> hobo, little children. Hobo video game character. Um, but no, Vanellope's glitch essentially just makes her cheat to win the races because, oh, there's 50 metres to go, 50 yards to go in this race. Glitch I'm in fourth. <laughs> Glitch, first. It's, like, it's just cheating. <laughs> and you literally see her do that at yeah. the end of the movie. And, and then she's all, like, celebrated on the screen and, like, fist bumps the human playing the game. Right, and you're supposed to screen. just be like, oh, yeah she accepted her glitch yeah, but now not... she's just a dirty cheater <laughs> <laughs> no i mean yes but it's also nice that she was accepted because this is a movie about acceptance yes and accepting who you are but also um other people like i said before um yeah, like being prejudiced nice, yeah and the nice is not a, is not a good thing the nice land people just treating Ralph like crap. Like after they're done doing the game and the arcade closes, why couldn't they invite him up to the penthouse to hang out and have fun with yeah. them? No, they still just treat him like terrible and throw him in the mud and let him live in his dump. It was so terrible. Sli sleeping on a pile of bricks. bricks. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, isn't nice at all. Um,. So did you expect you were going to get a, a romance in this movie? Not necessarily, no. <laughs> uh, certainly not between the two characters that did end up <laughs> in the romance, um, which was Fixit Felix, who is the Super Mario to Ralph's Donkey Kong. Yes. And um, Cal Calhoun is her name. It's uh, Jane Lynch. Oh, is, is, okay. Who is the... Commander of the Heroes Duty game. I think that's what the game's called, Heroes Duty. Yeah. Because then they make this funny joke about you said duty, <laughs> which is the stupidest joke in the history of sure. the world, especially for somebody from Britain. <laughs> because if you haven't noticed, we say duty. Duty. Yeah, we don't say duty like <laughs> everybody else does. <laughs> We'll just have to all say it like GT. Yeah, see, you at least pronounced I mean, you pronounced it very sort of Kate Winslet-ish. I did. Oh. Okay, I'll take a cheat. <laughs> 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 but yes, uh, the romance between uh, Felix and Calhoun was a strange one because, let's be fair, Felix looks like an eight-year-old boy. Um... Even then, you know, he. I what I what I like that one scene with Felix where he's actually he's in a he's in a jail cell, 
and he wants to break the he's in he's in the the sugar rush game which is the go kart game yeah where m- most of the story takes place because like the whole finale Ralph, pretty much yeah Ralph goes there because he, his medal gets you know taken there and he wants this medal because he wants to be recognised for being you know he, just he wants sees to feel Felix special, always yeah. yeah. He sees Felix always getting his medal when he defeats him at the end of his game. So Ralph wants a medal, which makes perfect sense. So he's going after all this medal, and he ends up in the Sugar Rush game, which is the go- the candy go kart game, right, which is basically where Vanellope is. Yeah. Yes, where um, King Candy is. Who I don't actually know who voices King Candy. We should mention as well that John C. Riley voices Ralph. Yes, it's and, Alan uh, Tudyk. He is the he is the oh, Alan Tudyk. He is the like Disney computer animated film good luck charm equivalent of um that John Ratzenberg guy who does all um, this stuff. Who's always a voice in a Pixar movie. He's always is Ratzenberg voice... is still doing Pixar movies. He is. He's in all of them, even in a little well tiny part. Um. But yeah, except for I realized Alan Tudyk is not in Tangled, but he's in all the rest. <laughs> he's in Frozen. Was, he's in Zootopia. Mm. He's in this one. Okay. He's probably in Frozen okay. too. Was he in Moana? He's the chicken, I think. <laughs> oh, he's the chicken. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, he's okay. in all of them. But then I was like. But I don't think he was entangled. Was he maybe one of the Vikings? And I looked through all the cast. He's not entangled. So I guess they must have started okay. that after Tangled. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, but um, anyway, there's there's that one scene in uh, a prison cell because it all goes a bit funny with uh, King Candy and, and that whole game. Uh, Felix finds himself uh, trying to save Ralph basically or bring him back because their game has been made out of order because ralph isn't there and they don't nobody wants a game out of order because that means your game gets unplugged and that means everybody dies Dies, unless they run away into another game or their hobos in the little way station (laughs) with cuber they literally just die unless they can get out um which is terrifying uh, ultimately, but he finds himself in a prison cell and he tries breaking the bars um, with his fix-it hammer and the bars become stronger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because that's what he does. He needs a Ralph to wreck it, it so he can get out. <laughs> and it was funny. And he's just so... He, he just so desperately says, why do I fix everything? <laughs> yes. Which is very it's funny. So great. Uh-huh. Yeah, Jack McBriar, um, he was very good. He was a perfect fit for that character. Oh, absolutely. From yeah, but 30 yeah. Rock. Yeah. <laughs> their uh their romance was strange. I mean, I didn't quite buy into it to be perfectly honest with you. It wasn't my favourite part of the whole movie. I mean, okay, it existed, but I thought it was cute. Like and then she'd have these moments and then she'd like, no. I gotta go do this mission. <laughs> and then, like, when he called her a dynamite gal, and then it just flashed through her whole little hero's duty, probably, like, backstory of her uh, fiancé getting killed by those creepy cybug things. <laughs> yeah. 
There's a there's a lot going on in this movie as well. There's there's like there's not just one main little storyline. There's a you know there's there's quite a there's a, lot, a yeah. number of little subplots woven throughout that you know are this sort of romance thing is the thing with the cyborgs and the fact that Ralph brings one, one accidentally into sugar rush and if it burrows and like lays an egg it's gonna make more cybugs that are just gonna eat the whole game like a virus so i mean i like that they set up rules and they kind of did a good job of sticking to them like oh you know can't die in another game because then you won't regenerate um yeah yeah you can die in your own game as much as you want but (laughs) and that whole parallel of how it how it how it looks to the person playing the game in the arcade and then how it looks on our end. So like, you know, when that girl goes to play fix it, Felix junior and Ralph isn't there and Felix is just like jumping and jumping and jumping. Cause there's nothing he can do. And then like, he kind of takes over the controls and the girl doesn't know what to do. And he's like trying to climb up the building to find Ralph. And he like sneaks off the screen and like how you're, she's seeing it. It's like, what the hell is happening? So I like that they kind of played with that whole like, how it looks to a person looking at the game and then how it looks inside. So yeah. that's really fun. And how like the nice land people, they move very like static, like they would, you know, in the game. Like, the, some of the, the animation is very actually, I mean, you know me, I always prefer a hand drawn to a computer, a computer, a computer animated. And I said this with Tangled as well, I yeah. think. Um, but you've seen two though, now. You know, you've seen two. No, even no, it doesn't mean that I don't love these movies. It absolutely doesn't mean that because I do, quite honestly, I really, really like Tangled. I do love Moana, and I really liked Wreck It Ralph. But it's it is in terms of a style of animation yeah. that's hand drawn is just a preference. But what I think this one did really, really, really well was make each game's characters have a little bit of distinction to them in their animation style. Mm -hmm. Just a tiny little bit, like all the people from Fix-It Felix do move in this sort of janky way where nothing's smooth um, because it's an older game. Um, I don't know the exact terminology, and if I tried saying it, I'd probably get absolutely crucified by people um but they move like a a a janky old game they move like one of the old 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 mario games right so they're all like just over there over there over there over there yeah um the people from hero's duty move very smoothly as a modern first person shooter would yeah you know everything's very sort of realistic so that this romance between Fix it, Felix and, and and Calhoun is kind of strange because they also both have different ways of movement. Moving, yeah. <laughs> um, but then even the people from even the more recognizable characters that aren't in it obviously as much like a Bowser or a Sonic, um, all look exactly like they look in their games. In their in yeah. their own games, you know, like you picture what Sonic looks like and not the weird movie that's has it even come out i don't even know what happened no, with that movie is, does it, it still exist it still exists they fixed the scary sonic animation he looks 10 times better and it has not come out yet <laughs> right well that thing 
It doesn't look like that. It looks like actual Sonic. Yeah. Um, but then again, with the whole how it looks from the outside. So, like, once the meeting is done and they're all leaving, then you see it on, like, the Pac-Man screen. Them oh, all yeah, yeah, that's true. And, like, Ralph looks like a Pac-Man character instead of kind yeah. of like how he looks in his game. And he, like, takes some cherries. And, like... I do like how he steals the cherries and then he gets stopped by the security man. Yeah, which is, like, what? He's, like, a surge protector, station. I think he says. <laughs> He doesn't want people stealing things from, <laughs> from other, other games. games. Yeah. But Ralph just wants to eat some fruit and fair play <laughs> yes. to Ralph for being healthy. Yes. He 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 has a lot of hand to keep healthy. Yes. His hands are bigger than his body. It's weird. Yeah. He's an unusually proportioned human being, Ralph. He just... Well, how else it's is freaky. he gonna wreck it if his hands aren't huge like that? Well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's he's just supposed Hulk, to be kind of like a Donkey Kong. That's why. So he can. Well, Donkey Kong's hands aren't bigger than his body. Yeah, but he's kind of like that shape, like that apey shape. He is that shape. <laughs> he is. He is. He is that shape. But yeah. Okay. I don't know. I do like. Um, no, I really, I really did like this movie. Though, so there's a lot to love about this movie. Um, like I said, I found it really, really impressive how they were able to be a, uh, you know, tell multiple little, or you know, have these multiple little subplots within the whole main thing, one. and it didn't feel like overblown or like too much going no. on or busy. It all kind of flowed really well. Because I feel like a lot of the time, a lot of the time in, in animated movies, in family animated movies, it's very one plot, this is what we're doing, focused. Yeah. Uh, this one didn't, this one didn't feel like that. It had plenty of stuff going on. And, no, no I, I really, I really appreciated that. How did you feel like about said, the big, very sweet. how did you feel about the big twist? Did you see it coming? Was it obvious? Um, um, well, no, I didn't. But I, you know me, I, I never. I'm sure everybody who has a brain could have seen it coming. But I don't think that way in movies. I know, um, you know, like some people are really good at predicting what's going to happen in movies. I've just never worked like that. I've just always just sat there, watched something, and been surprised well, or not surprised or whatever, whatever. I mean, you did figure out. <laughs> That, what did I figure out? That the fifth Final Destination movie was just the first Final Destination movie before you had even seen it. <laughs> well, yes, that is true, but it was also a joke. <laughs> because I didn't think it would be that ridiculous. And it actually was. So when you said and it that, actually I was, was like, oh my gosh, he <laughs> figured it out, but he doesn't realize but, he did. No. But that was that was that was because that was all a joke, and I just uh, didn't. I, I yeah, that's not me actually being. Please don't think <laughs> that is me actually being remotely smart, because it isn't. Um, did you? But, um, so when they told the whole Turbo story, did you even think that character was gonna come back, or was just kind no, of like I a just cautionary thought, okay. tale? No, I just thought okay, that's the explanation of that phrase. Okay. Going turbo means you're doing what Turbo did, this character from this racing game that uh, used to exist, who got unplugged, who refused to die. 
So went and infiltrated all these other games, causing every other game, you know, causing these other games to die as well, because he didn't want to die himself, and he was ruining other people's lives. Yeah. Turbo. Locking away memories. and Just a selfish person. Um, that was all I thought that was. I, I just thought, okay, that's, I mean, this is why I don't write things because I, I'm very sort of, you know, this is what happens based kind of person. Yeah. Um, when, when something plays out, I can put things together. I'm analytical, but I'm not. Seeing like three steps ahead of. No. Like, I can... You're not looking for I can analy- you're just watching the I can, movie. No, I can analyse something when it's happened and pinpoint exactly where something... And this can be anything, you know, exactly where something specific has happened that has had cause and effect on whatever yeah. in, you know, mm-hmm. a certain amount of steps later. But doing that from the start, that's something I have to work on if I'm to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know why that is. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is. Um, but th- that's just me not being able... That's just me not having that in me to... Predi- Maybe it's just a lack of desire to. Maybe it's just, what's the point if I know the ending of the movie? Like, why do I need to figure this out? Like, I'm trying to enjoy it and... Just trying to follow yeah. these steps is kind of work. And that's something exactly. that would make... And I think things like that are what make rewatches more fun because then you can kind of see those kind of clues. Like Vanellope yeah. being kind of like a natural driver and yeah, things like that. You can be like, oh, maybe, you know, you can pick up on the clues on a, like a rewatch. Like something like yeah. Fight Club or whatever where you can kind of look for things that you didn't notice before. So it lends itself exactly. well to rewatching it again so when you have a big twist that has all these layers you can then watch it again and be like oh i didn't notice that the first time oh my gosh i didn't pick up on that so yeah exactly i feel like, it's, I I feel like it's better to not be there trying to do the work and solve the mystery and just let it kind of play out like i on, on a first watch watch especially right yeah like i i for the most part watch movies watch tv to, for, for to to entertain, you know, I don't watch it as some sort of, um, unless I am purposely going in to analyze something, I'm not going to analyze it. Yeah. You know, unless I'm unless I say to myself, right, okay, I'm gonna watch this movie because I'm writing some sort of essay on it. Yeah. So I I have to look at things. Okay. Uh, and then I will do that if I'm doing that. But for the most part, I ain't doing that. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to try and enjoy this movie. And let's see what happens. Go entertain me movie, please. Thank you. So with that, did you like how the twist played out? Yeah. it made sense? Do you think it was a good idea to go that direction? Yeah, I, I like how... I like how Turbo obviously came back into it. Turbo being the king candy person um and taking over this particular racing game dethroning uh vanellope as the is the rightful ruler and unplugging her as 
memory from the game. Yeah, so she's just kind of floating off in on the side, so she's not really. Which I'm not quite. Character. I'm not quite sure how it manages to happen. I'm not quite sure how a character can go into its own have system. that much power of its own over its own. Because <laughs> like, surely there would have been other instances of this happening. <laughs> I think people are content in their games if they're, you know, if they're good know, characters but, or whatever. You know, if it, if if somebody wanted to be, who's a, you know, say say Sonic wanted to play a prank on Mario, and you know, right at the end of Mario's game, when Mario finally gets together with Peach, um, Sonic just goes into goes into Super Mario, and just unplugs the little peach part of Peach's memory that says she's supposed to be in love with Mario. That's terrible. And then right at the end, right at the end, Mario's just like, ha I've saved the day. Hi, Peach. Yeah. Bye, Bowser. Yeah, and then Peach no. is like, who are you? And then just goes off with Sonic. That's like, awful. Surely something like that would have happened. No. That's no. kind of funny. I don't think so. <laughs> I think if you're very discontented, then you would like, and you're, pure evil turbo like turbo Turbo was very jealous and bitter and losing your game then yeah i'm just saying sonic would do it as a prank like he'd turn it around sonic would never do that (laughs) sonic's a sonic's smug sonic's too smug sonic's always been smug (laughs) i always preferred i always preferred tails tails uh... tails is just Meek. Oh, Tails is a little like bit. Tails. Yeah, he's a little bit like a kind of useless, but also very, very useful in certain. That's why you like Tails, because he's a little bit. <laughs> no. Well, he's just not smug about it, is he? He's got no, plenty okay. of talent, but he's not smug about like, it. The I man got can two fly. Tails. Uh. Yeah, the fox. The fox person can fly. What can Sonic do? He can just run fast. I've always preferred Shadow to Sonic as well. Shadow's got cooler design. (laughs) (laughs) Knuckles. Knuckles is pretty good. Uh, I like Knuckles. Knuckles is the red one, right? (laughs) Yeah. Knuckles is violent. Sonic's not even violent. Sonic's just basic. Sonic's basic and he's smug about it. I don't like. Sonic is exactly the kind of person who would go into Super Mario and (laughs) take away Princess Peach's memories. You're terrible. (laughs) Mario wouldn't do that that to Sonic because Mario's way too wholesome. But Sonic's just smug. Luigi would probably do that. He would probably just. No, I think Luigi would do that to Mario because he's just bitter. <laughs> oh, Luigi would actually definitely do that. Oh, Luigi! <laughs> I saw a funny like um, comic strip about Mario and Luigi one time. It was like Please their mom. <laughs> it was like their mom, and she was like, "I love you, Mario." And then Luigi's like, "Mama, how come you don't say you love me?" <laughs> and she's like, "I'm sorry, Green Mario." <laughs> 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 
She didn't even call him Luigi. She just called him Green Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is accurate. It's it terrible. Is. So yes, if anybody were to like uh, fuck with Mario, it would be Luigi. He'd be bitter. Be like he would go turbo for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, Green Mario. <laughs> this is what this is what we needed. Yeah. This is what we really needed from a Wreck It Ralph sequel. We needed Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> Luigi, Luigi goes turbo. <laughs> yes. That could Rather be the third. Than... That could be the third movie. Ralph breaks the internet, which I don't really understand. I mean, is it just the exact same thing, but with Twitter? Um, it actually has quite a few fun references. Um, after seeing this, would you want to even see? I mean, Wreck It Ralph too. I mean, I guess I would because I like this movie, but I just feel like that isn't. I just feel like Ralph breaks the internet is the exact same concept, but bigger with the it's whole bigger. internet. Yeah, it's bigger with the whole internet, definitely. How does he even get into the internet in the first place? He's an arcade game. It's kind of the same thing with how they travel through from game to game. Okay. So they Mostly show, they show the, 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 the arcade owner like setting up a, like a wireless internet or something. So then they're able, or like a, I think I, I can't remember what kind of internet it is, but he sets up a new internet, and so they're able to go into it through the thing that he just set up, like through his okay. computer or something. So okay, yeah, and it's funny. Like um, I think there's like a sign outside of the arcade that says like "Happy Fourth Birthday, Jessica," and then like however many years the the next one comes out, it's like it says the same girl's birthday but the age she is she would be now oh okay yeah so like fun little oh, that's cool like that. yeah i like that i like that um I, I mean i must admit i do like the fact that arcades are still actually good business in this world of 2012 disney yeah um because do arcades really not really. I mean, only Exist in the form of like Dave, Dave and Buster's where you could get booze and processed food. Yeah. <laughs> like arcades definitely don't just exist as their own entity. Yeah, anymore. I don't really think so. No. I just, but I feel like that's. It's nice that it still yeah. exists in this little world. But yeah, Ralph Breaks the Internet kind of goes to the extreme. And of course, it's like Disney, like patting themselves on the back like big time <laughs> like there's uh, star wars thing and and marvel thing and <laughs> disney, disney princesses oh, all yes, being the oh same my disney room. so yeah like I, I liked that of course that was all very fun stuff and like the attention to detail there uh, with all the princesses was very cute. I don't much like Disney patting itself on its own back, Janine. Oh yeah, there's like a section where people go talk to baby Groot and yeah. Oh god, <laughs> no, I don't want to watch it. No. That's exactly what you said about this movie. So Well, this movie didn't sound absolutely numb. Uh, you know what? You know what? You know what Ralph breaks the internet sounds about as smug as Sonic the Hedgehog. Fair enough, Morgan. I might just make you watch it just out of spite. Self-centered movie. Um, it only cares movie. about itself. I yeah. don't. I only care. Wouldn't. Wouldn't. Don't. No. Don't care if they go. They can go and see Baby Groot all they want. Ultimately, 
They don't go and see Baby Yoda, do they? So who cares? Yeah. Baby Yoda didn't exist at that point, of course. No, it did not. In fact, Baby Yoda still doesn't exist because we're all calling him the wrong name. Yeah. John Favreau will kill us. He's the child. He is the asset. That is it. I have spoken. Did you see? <laughs> did you see that John Favreau apparently really, really has a go at Bob Iger whenever he emails him calling it Baby Yoda? Yes, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Oh, I'm sorry. Everybody calls it that now because you didn't give us a name, John. Give and us a name, we would call it by its name. And George, you did not give us a species, so... <laughs> no, I don't mind that. I just want a name. I'm perfectly happy to not, to still never have any idea of the species. I just want a name. Just come up with a name for it. Call it Puddle or something. I don't care. Just call it something. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Season two, it's going to have a name. You think so? He's going to give it a name? Season two. He's going to give it a name. He's got a name now. We know his name. Oh, uh, Mando's name, even though we all call him Mando. It's just yeah. Mando and Baby Yoda at this point, isn't it? <laughs> Nobody has a real name in this show. Mm, pretty much. Mando, Baby Yoda, and Apollo Creed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's the Mandalorian. Oh... Oh dear, Janine. We uh, we've had we've had a, a nice wacky conversation we today. Have. <laughs> I mean, it's been plenty of nonsense video game talk, which, to be fair, I thought it would be. As usual. Yeah. Um, uh, although um, like fighting games. You I really like fighting games. games. I do. Tekken. You just inherently Tekken violent. is my favorite. I think so. It just it releases aggression, which I think I need Wait. to do some of that today. So. <laughs> well, okay. Makes I'm sense. I'm going to wreck it. <laughs> <laughs> just punch, punch your hands on the floor. Just pretend it's whatever you want to punch. Pretend I'm as strong as Ralph. And <laughs> pretend you're as strong as Ralph. Destroying uh, the... Uh, Oh, what does oh, he makes that racetrack for Vanellope? Yes, yes. Just do that. Just punch your hands really, really hard, and just pretend it's whatever you want to punch. Okay. I'll um, try that. That'll release. That'll release a lot of a lot of energy, a lot of aggression. Um, no, I, I seriously, I can't do the fighting games though. You would absolutely annihilate me yeah, at any sort of game like that. But could you? But ultimately, could you sit there for ten hours and hunt the odd yeah, deer on Red Dead Redemption Two, no, and then you. sell it off to the butcher? No, no. For not. ten dollars, mm -hmm. which you purchase a hat with. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> because I have a new hat, and I'm going for a shave now, and that's and that's my day. On Red Dead Redemption too, no, um, but you know, different styles of games, Janine. That's all we're talking about here. Much like there are plenty of different styles of games in Wreck It Ralph, and uh, I really liked this movie. I wouldn't say I preferred it to Tangled. No. I think I liked Tangled better. Okay, just feels like a more 
I don't know. I just got more feeling from Tangled. Okay. Like, I, I, I haven't really stopped thinking about that whole lantern scene, scene in the middle of that movie since I watched it. Um, there was nothing quite like that in this one. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the kind of closest you get is the relationship between Ralph and Vanellope, but that's a relationship you've seen plenty of times before. And to be honest, I know I made the joke and comparison before, but I think something like that's actually done better in something like Despicable Me. Well, you do get um, you do get a princess song in Ralph Breaks the Internet. Because a princess technically. Song. Vanellope is a Disney princess. So. Oh, that's true. She is. So she does get a princess song. Okay. Well, that's true. Is it anywhere near as worthwhile? Yes. As no. Some of the other no, ones? I would not give it the lantern one. Is was very nice, but it's it's funny. <laughs> okay. Well, she's she is funny. She's a and if you want to hear uh, Gal Gadot sing, she's also participates. Gal Gadot sing. Yeah. Sir. I've never even thought about the idea of Gal Gadot singing, I must say. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe one day I will watch Ralph Breaks the Internet, Janine, but uh, I don't know. For now, I'm just glad that I watched Wreck-It Ralph for Morgan Hasn't Seen. Yay. Do you have anything else you want to say on this movie or berate me for my choices on video games or the fact that I like to prejudge movies but certainly not people because that is horrible <laughs> as this movie will tell you um, not really just really enjoy this movie do prefer Tangled um, but yeah have fun with it I'm a video game girl from way back so it's always a lot of fun naturally me being British just grew up playing FIFA which is a football game. <laughs> Shocking. And, you know, that was what my, that was pretty much what I thought video games were for the longest time. <laughs> it was just FIFA. Just, uh, well, not just FIFA. Um, I think the first actual, like, I don't, I don't want to say good because I think some of the old FIFAs were excellent. But the first actual sort of video game, video game that I really played and loved was Batman Arkham Asylum. Okay. Um, and that was like, well, that's over 10 years old now. That's like 12 years old now or something like that. Um, I think it was 2008. So, that's it, that's it. A reasonable age now. Um, well, yeah, before then it was just very much sports game focused. Okay. So that's why I maybe don't uh, <laughs> gravitate to some of the... There was probably some references in this movie as well, some smaller ones that I flew completely over my head. Um, but that, that, I guess that is what it is. Yeah. But I still liked the movie a lot. Well, I'm glad and, you enjoyed uh, it because you were very grumbly going into it. I'm always grumbly. That's you just, just need me, to learn it? how to trust me, Morgan. Trust. I do trust you. I don't trust the movies. That's the problem. <laughs> I, I trust um, 
I trust what we're going to be talking about next week will be oh, yes. very ridiculous, though. This is a classic to a lot of people from um, a very specific generation of Disney watchers. So. Yeah, and I suppose it it's going to be our bonus movie it next is our week, bonus. isn't it? So we've completed our Disney series, and now we're on to our bonus film. Yeah. Which, uh, well, what is it? It is a goofy movie. Which I am very excited about purely because Goofy's my favourite of all the main Disney characters because Gosh. he's the stupidest <laughs> and he makes me laugh. But did you, uh, um, I'm excited to see what you think about Goofy and his depth with having a, having a child. Because somebody got it on with Goofy at some point. <laughs> what a terrible thought. <laughs> what a horrible, horrible thought to leave me with. I can't even do this now. Just picture I can't him even do doing the end that, of the episode. Doing no. that goofy scream. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the world has come to an end. Goofy has a child. How I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna assume Goofy adopted the child. Okay, um, Goofy has the same relationship with his child as Mando does with Baby Yoda. <laughs> it is purely adopted because Goofy's child, who is called Max, I think. Maximilian yes. Maxi. Who, Maxi. Um Yeah, he he was he was some sort of bounty and Goofy the bounty hunter. Goofy the bounty uh, hunter, yeah, that's a no, show that we no. need. No, I'm gonna stop you right there. Yes. No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> stop me right there before I start writing the script for Goofy the Bounty Hunter. No. I think there we go, guys. That's what we're talking about next week. It is definitely going to be ridiculous, probably. From what I hear, from what I hear, it's going to be <laughs> kind of ridiculous. So I'm looking forward to it. But I really like talking about this movie today. I really liked uh, watching this movie. But it is, of course, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not the end. It's never the end. We've got the bonus movie do. next week. And uh, this has been another episode of Morgan Hasn't Seen, which is not the only show on this feed, is it, Janine? What else do we have? Oh, well, we have Machine Mondays with me, Janine the Machine, every Monday on this feed, where I talk about Schmodown-related topics with you guys, so check that out. And it's a wonderful podcast. Every Friday, I switch hosting duties with Nolan Dean and Morgan is the constant over there where we talk yeah. classic films. It's a fun time had by all. Yeah, coming up uh, coming up this week on the main show actually, we have we're talking about Cat People from yeah. 1942. What? Uh which is the Val Luton movie. Uh it's going to be really funny. It's not actually about cat people. But that's the whole point of Cat People. Do you know the story behind Cat People, Janine? The famous story behind Cat I People. Val Luton, the producer Val Luton for RKO, was given the title uh, Cat People and just told to make a movie called Cat People. 
What? He didn't make a movie. He didn't make a movie about people who turn into cats. I'll just say that. Okay. Interesting. Uh, what he did make was one of the most tense uh, thriller horror thrillers of the forties. Oh, so, wow. Very uh, intriguing. It just happens. To, it just happens to have this really hokey name. <laughs> it's kind okay. of fun. Um, so that's what we're talking about on the main show uh, on Friday, and uh, yeah. Machine Mondays every Monday, and uh, a goofy movie on this very show next Wednesday. You can, of course, find the show on Anchor, where you can also leave us voice messages. You can. Uh, we, yes, voice messages have been very fun. We've had voice messages in this Disney series from wonderful people telling us their favourite Disney movies, and uh, that's been uh, delightful. But now, uh, as we move into 2020... And into our other series, into bigger and better things on the on the feed, and plenty of more great yes. stuff happening. Definitely. Um, voice messages, uh, I'm sure, will not go anywhere. We'll continue to come back. And it's always uh, great when we do have them. I love listening to what people have to say. It makes us feel special, doesn't it, Janine? It does. Very special. Special. Well, like I say, and there is a uh, there is a link in the description of every episode of every show to go and leave us a voice message over on Anchor, um, whatever podcast provider you are listening on, whether that be Anchor, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spotify. Did I say Spotify twice there? I think I did because <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Google Podcasts is another one. And a whole bunch of others. You can find the show uh, on Twitter at It's a Wonderful One. Find me on Twitter at the Purple Dawn with a three instead of the E in the because, Janine. Three is the magic number. Or on Instagram at just the Purple Dawn. I'm still getting over all of my Christmas food. Clearly, my head is frazzled. Janine, where can everybody find you? You can find me at Janine DeBean on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to get some awesome merch for all the shows we mentioned or just check out my artwork, you can find it at my tea shop on tpublic.com at G9Design. And yeah. Awesome. There we go, guys. <laughs> Schmodown. New season of the Schmodown coming up in less than two weeks. The new era. Yes. Yeah, so if you the want to come to the draft, if you're in the LA area, the awards and the draft, you can get tickets now at SchmodownLive.com. You can also find a little section for Machine Mondays on the SchmodownLive.com. So, yes. There we go, guys. Or even the New York event in January the 25th. You can get tickets there for that yeah. as well. So, yeah. Schmodown stuff. There we go, guys. Lots of stuff coming up, whether it is Shemodown related with the machine, whether it is all things to do with It's a Wonderful Podcast that we have going on on this feed. It is all wonderful. And until next time, there's only one thing left to do. Janine, please count us down. Three, two, one. Bye. Mario. <laughs>